You're listening to The Journey Podcast. The Journey is a college and young adult ministry of South Crest Baptist Church. We hope this podcast helps you find your greatest pleasure and purpose in Jesus. What is up, y'all? Hey, so I'm super glad you're listening to the podcast. Um, At our Tuesday night service this past week, our computer kind of went crazy on us, and so we lost the the sermon recording about halfway through, and then it picked up in the last, like, I don't know, a few minutes. And so we, rather than posting that and you being confused about what in the world happened, because there's a lot missing, uh, I just decided that I would kind of, in a more conversational way, just talk you through the message a little bit shorter and just kind of hit some of the highlights and really the, the, the main idea of the passage. And so sorry about that. But again, thanks for listening, and hopefully this will still be helpful and, and and an encouragement to you. So we started the new series, Believing God in Genesis, and uh, night one was from Genesis 1, uh, chapter 1 through chapter 2, verse 3. And, you know, I began by, by talking about the fact that while the Bible is historically accurate and even scientifically accurate when it, when it talks about science, that that's not why it was written, right? It was written to ultimately so we could have a relationship with, with God through Christ. And so it wasn't written for the purpose of science. And when we approach Genesis 1 just from a scientific perspective and, try, and really try to argue with uh, creation versus evolution, like it doesn't quite work because that's not why it was written. And you may say, well, how can you say that? I can actually, I feel like I can say with 100% certainty, certainty that Genesis 1 was not written to, to argue against evolution. Not, again, not that we can't use it for that, but it was 100% not written for that. And you say, well, how can you say that? It's because this was written, Genesis 1 was written thousands of years before Darwin ever lived or before evolution was a theory. And so when we, we try to force it into that, sometimes it's, it's just not necessary or not helpful because that's, again, not why it was written. I think rather Moses, the author of Genesis, wrote it and invites us to, in a sense, sit on the edge of heaven and watch God, the ultimate artist, create the ultimate work, and that is the universe, the earth, and all that is in it. And he invites us to sit and see the greatest display of power and literally the greatest creation ever. And so I think we should read Genesis 1 in that mindset and not with this, I'm going to argue science with it. And so man, I would invite you even now to maybe pause the podcast and read through Genesis 1 and, and just be in awe of, of God as creator and to think about light flooding into every nook and cranny and crack in the universe and vegetation springing forth and praise God for potatoes so we can have french fries and praise God for oranges and blueberries and all the good things he's made. And think about for the first time dolphins jumping in the ocean and eagles flying and soaring and lions roaring and thinking about golden retrievers cuddling. Okay, maybe not golden retrievers. (laughs) But man, it's just awesome to think about that and to be in awe of, of who God is as, as creator. And we should be in awe of that. And, and I love thinking about the, really just the power of God's word. You know, I'm a, 
my wife and I had kids uh, 13 months ago. They're 13 months now. Twins, Haddon and Carolina Tate, mentioned them pretty often. And it's funny, they're about 20 pounds each, and my words have no power over them. Now, Lord willing, they will have some power eventually. But right now, I can say, hey, quit crying. And even though they're only 20 pounds, they don't stop crying. Like, my words aren't that powerful over them. Uh, hey, eat, you know, I'm thinking, man, could you eat your food a little faster? And uh, it, it doesn't do anything. Where God speaks and the universe flies out of his mouth, essentially. God speaks and stars spin uh, and the earth spins into orbit. It's just amazing to think about the power of his word. And, and beyond that, think about the fact that God did something that none of us have done or will ever do, and that is create something from nothing. All, you know, uh, you, you built, I had a student during the sermon said he built a guitar, and he, he was laughing. He said, I actually stole some of the parts. <laughs> God didn't have to steal anything to create the universe. He, he made it all from nothing, which is incredible. And so I think we would all agree that sometimes it's fun just to slow down, which is hard to do in our culture, but to slow down and just be in awe of God as creator. So maybe it's taking a trip to the beach or to the mountains or enjoying a good old sunset or maybe stopping to see the smaller things like uh, a beautiful flower or even, gosh, seeing God's ultimate crown work of creation in, in humankind, right? And it's so amazing to see those things. And I think we should read Genesis 1 and just be in awe of God as creator. But if we stop there, I believe we, we miss what God through Moses was really trying to communicate. So you guys are sharp. You know that when you read scripture, when you read the Bible, you should always consider who wrote it and who it was written to because it wasn't written in a vacuum. Uh, it was written with a specific audience in mind for a specific purpose. And Moses was writing to the ancient Israelites who were fixing to go into the promised land. And I think you could argue he was writing and really finished the Pentateuch just shortly before they went into the promised land. He was slightly busy before that, I don't know, doing things like bringing them out of Egypt and the plagues. Kind of a busy guy. <laughs> but I think, again, it's safe to say that he, he wrote it before they, um, but we know he wrote it before they went into the promised land because he didn't go to the promised land. So he had to finish it before they went in. But I think, it's, again, it's, it's fair to argue that he finished it uh, shortly before they went in. And why it's significant that he, he included Genesis 1 with the Pentateuch before they went into the promised land, I think goes back to really the backstory of the Israelites in the promised land. If you remember from the book of Numbers, we don't often read the book of Numbers, but it's actually a super cool book, really cool stories in there. And if you read, I think it's Numbers 12, 13, uh, the world's first FBI, FBI agents, uh, the spies of Israel were sent to go and check out the promised land. And they come back to God's people and they're like, man, it really is. It's beautiful. It's amazing. It really is a land flowing with milk and honey. But there are giant, their people are giants. They're huge. Their cities are so fortified. We're like grasshoppers to them. We don't stand a chance. And the people, rather than believing God and trusting God, they flip out. Like, we can't do it. We're going to die. And so the people don't go into the promised land. I wholeheartedly believe God through Moses was writing Genesis 1 to the people before they went into the promised land to say, look, how can you go into the promised land? How can you move forward into what God has for you and not be paralyzed in fear again? It's by knowing that the God who made 
absolutely everything. The God who created the universe is with you. So yes, the people are big, but your God is bigger. Yes, the cities are big, but God made something quite bigger. It's called the universe. So you can go forward with hope and with confidence. So I think translation for us today, what's the big idea of this passage? How can I move forward into the life God has for me? It's by remembering and knowing and believing that the God who created everything is with me. Man, what what an incredible, hope-filled truth. So whether God's calling me maybe to move forward into a life of boldness, and we finished the Acts series talking about being bold, which can be intimidating, but when I know that the God who created everything is with me and has formed and fashioned me to live boldly for him, man, I can move forward with confidence. Maybe it's to move forward into a life of purity, and those battles seem big and impossible to conquer. And God's saying, bro, I I made you. I got this. Maybe it's a a struggle with mental illness. Maybe um, you need to move forward in, in just being who God has created you to be. Maybe He's giving you direction and, and calling and purpose in life, and you're scared to move forward. But when you believe and know that the God who made everything is with you, that nothing can stand in his way, and you can move forward with confidence, with, with boldness. When you know that the God who holds the universe holds you, and you can move forward. God's saying, hey, look, I, I set the, the stars on a course. I set your life on a course. You can trust me. You can know that I'm good, that I'm with you. The God who made the mountains can move your mountains. So you can move forward, believing, trusting, knowing that God is with you. You are not alone. You're not alone. I think that's the, the, the truth of this passage that we can walk away with. And so, man, wherever you're listening, uh, this morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time it is, man, be encouraged that you're not alone. The God who made everything is with you. And because of that, whatever he's calling you to move forward in, in life, wherever he's calling you to break through, to, to grow in, man, go with confidence, go with hope, um, with passion, with fearlessness, because he's with you. And I hope, hope that makes sense. Uh, I hope you're encouraged. Again, sorry for not having an actual sermon, but I hope that um, and maybe it felt a little more conversational and intimate this way. But love you guys. Thanks for listening. And hopefully next week we will have uh, the sermon that we're going to be in Genesis 3 next week. So looking forward to that. I right, love you guys. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to The Journey Podcast. You can learn more about The Journey by checking us out on Instagram or Facebook. Just search for at the journey LBK.